Hello guys, this is podcast number 10, Allergies and Immunology by Dr. Jason Lee. I have a joke for you this time, as I sit here in my damp basement. Why was the mushroom invited to every party? Well, the answer is, because he's a fun guy. That brings me to my topic, funguses and molds. Molds are basically funguses, they're synonymous Molds exist all around us. We actually have a little bit of it on our skin. We have it in our air. We have it in the environment. Anywhere where it's damp, um, it'll start growing in other parts. Now, there's many, many species of mold. And interestingly enough, a lot of people don't know, we're actually more closely related to molds or mushrooms than we are to plants, genetically speaking at least. In any event, I'm going to talk to you today about other molds and how they can cause symptoms for the human body. Now, I see uh, patients uh, who have mold allergies on a daily basis, and really there's a few clinically relevant molds. By that, what I mean is there's only a few species of molds that cause people to have breathing issues or nose uh, symptoms. So one of the common ones is something called alternaria, Others include the species called Cladosporidium or Homodendrum. Um, the other ones are Penicillium, which is this uh, green stuff, greenish bluish stuff that grows on uh, your old bread. It's also where they derived penicillin from. The other molds are called Aspergillus, Aspergillus fumigatus, Niger. These are all species of Aspergillus can cause respiratory problems as well. And sometimes infections that go a little bit beyond the respiratory system. Now, molds uh, have a, a distinct function in the world, but we do live in a hostile micro-world where everything is at war with one another. So molds produce mycotoxins. They're constantly fighting bacteria. So they produce all sorts of things to sort of fight bacteria. They also produce things in their defense mechanism to stun the immune systems of other uh, organisms. So, uh, for example... One of the ta- common treatments that we now use for patients with dermatitis, atopic dermatitis, contact dermatitis, uh, is something called uh, pelecolimus or tacrolimus. Both of these are originally uh, de- descendant from a component in mold, but we use it to stun a particular part of our immune system uh, called T-cells to help fight uh, these dermatitis conditions. In any event, uh, let me just not belabor the point. Molds do cause people to have uh, nasal congestion and other allergies. Um, Even if you are not allergic to a specific particular mold, it's possible that molds still affect you. They do secrete mycotoxins into the air to essentially have warfare against whatever else is in the environment. Now, they can't move. They don't have arms. They don't have weapons. But So this is their weapon to try to influence the environment around them. What I typically see are people with nasal and respiratory symptoms. Uh, For example, alternary is a good prototypical mold that causes a lot of these respiratory sinus issues and things like that. Now, if you have um, problems uh, in the nose with chronic sinus infections, you also can get what's called fungal sinusitis, where the, uh, the microbiology changes and for some reason, the fungus takes hold as opposed to bacteria and starts growing there. Uh, some people can grow these balls in, in the lungs. 
uh, and we call you get a thing called an aspergilloma, basically a big ball of aspergillus fungus. Uh, it's good to to keep in mind though; these things cause symptoms. Uh, we do have a normal level of these always in our body, but when they overgrow like this, they will definitely cause symptoms. It's not something that's gonna uh, cause uh, these overt or sorry, I should say covert symptoms that you don't know about. They 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 are. For the most part, when they become pathologic, meaning that it affects you, they do have uh, very serious symptoms. So when I see a patient with mold, uh, often uh, times the question I get is, oh, where is the mold exposure coming from? Water damage in the home is a source of mold. And if there is significant water damage and if it hasn't been dealt with properly, i.e. dried out uh, fast enough, uh, there will be some mold. And sometimes it can get on their baseboards or walls. Uh, if there's visible damage, there usually is a lot more that you can't see behind it. Now, everyone in their um, sort of uh, bathrooms and any moist surfaces will have a little bit of visible mold. Usually, again, not a big problem unless there's an overgrowth. What I do typically see more of and uh, more commonly are people with a lot of potted plants. So if you're a potted plant, uh, green thumb person, who likes to have potted plants in the home, uh, that soil acts as a reservoir for mold. The other thing that uh, sometimes I see is around Christmas time. There's actually a syndrome called Christmas tree syndrome, where if you bring a, a real live Christmas tree, and as it sort of decays, there's uh, more and more mold spores and things like that, that uh, as part of the decaying process. Uh, this can sometimes cause uh, Christmas tree syndrome, which causes respiratory symptoms as the tree is decaying. And people are none the wiser. They assume that in the winter they're more sick and so on and so forth. But this is because of the uh, particular levels in the home going up because of the decaying tree. So remove the potted plants uh, if you know that the molds are a problem for you. And again, it is best to see uh, someone clinically uh, or I should say certified or board certified in allergy immunology to uh, give you the correct advice around these things. There's a lot of, um, you know, I would say BS science out there that just has a lot of uh, misinformation to essentially blame every single thing on mold. Um, you know, uh, there are some studies and uh, more simpler um living things like uh, mice and rats uh, on how it affects cognition and things like that. We don't know how much it affects humans, but certainly if it causes a lot of uh, sinus and nasal issues, it, those things can impact your uh, sleep quality and can lead to problems uh, with cognition and sleep. Um, allergy shots are very helpful for molds as well. And, uh, you know, it's something that you can uh, entertain or consider with your allergist immunologist. Just be aware that um, mold uh, allergens typically cannot mix with pollens like grass and tree. The mold uh, has esterase activity or enzymatic activity that will break down the pollens in your allergy shot. So uh, just double check your allergy serum. Um, uh, for some reason, it seems that uh, many allergists are not quite aware of this phenomena. The other thing to consider are that outdoor molds do have a season, just like other seasonal allergies. Molds are uh, increased in concentration with decaying vegetation matter. So if you live in a place like Ontario, where we have uh, leaves that fall in the autumn season, 
Um, so when you frolic in leaves, there's a lot of mold spores there. Sometimes you'll notice the leaves turning black or uh, different moldy kind of colors. Um, this is a big reservoir for mold, and molds tend to uh, increase in the fall time, uh, outdoor-wise, um, because of the decaying uh, increased vegetation matter from leaves. Thank you. Hopefully you learned something from this one, too.